And we are live. Welcome back to On the King's Dime. It is Saturday night on the eve of the new season coming along in a new COVID world that we're living in at the moment. We're back for season number three. Kings, we've got a lot to talk about. There's a lot that's happened since our last episode at the end of uh, or the start of the COVID um, sort of pandemic when it sort of started to hit. Uh, that was when we, we brought our last episode. So we're back now to preview the new season, talk about the new coaching, new players, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, thank you to everyone who's watched along in season two. Uh, you guys returning, yeah, make sure you like and subscribe. Let us know what you think in the comments, et cetera, below. New people along watching, welcome to the channel. And yeah, hit us, hit us subscribe on Facebook and we're also on YouTube doing some content there as well. So make sure you go over there and subscribe if you want to see King's content. Uh, I did do some videos in the preview last season, but this season I haven't really had time. There's a lot of shit going on. Uh, and then, yeah, this new, this whole this whole year has been disrupted and it's just all over the place and the NBA hasn't started, other codes have just finished, et cetera, et cetera. It's chaos. Let's let's be real. We haven't had uh, the same caliber signings as uh, as last year. True, and I, I felt like I was pretty early on that JT call of him being awesome. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were. Um, so, which which was good. So yeah, like, share, and subscribe We're on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Twitter. I'm going to try and put these up on a subscription service, not a subscription service, but a podcast service, Podcast Addict, and Apple Podcasts uh, this year. Those of you who were watching last year saw me attempt to do that and then five episodes in get banned for some reason it was weird had no idea what was happening there <laughs> um but yeah we'll try and get those out so you guys can listen on your favorite podcast apps and yeah anything else we got to plug no i think that's it yeah i'm a bit rusty i'm back Look, we're while. back it's uh you got a new setup going on there yeah, it's phone, phone yeah. only. Strip, strip down to the phone only, but that's all right. That's we'll, it, right. we'll work through that. We'll <laughs> see how that goes for a bit. Internet's down tonight. Yeah. Um, you, you're on the NBN though now. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's actually good. <laughs> Must be raining over there. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how are you anyway? Welcome back to the, to the, uh, yeah, to the man, mix. Just gearing up for the, the season, the NBA season. We've been doing a bit of content on that channel. Um, over the break, obviously big outbreak in Sydney today, mm, which is times. kind of damp, dampened spirits for tomorrow's uh, clash. You know, it would have been nice to go, but you know, I think these things are just going to be what they are for a period of time. Um, it's going to kind of throw out the first game as well because WA's just chucked up a hard border with mm. New South Wales. So you know, I imagine that Sydney will have to make a decision if if nothing's relaxed before then, what they do if they go and quarantine in a state that isn't got, you know what I mean? Like play out of Perth or play out of Melbourne or play out of Adelaide mm. kind of thing. So it's going to be some big decisions, I think in the next couple of weeks, but um, hopefully they can get on top of things before Christmas. And, you know, we go back to the nice life we were living. Mm. Um, Adelaide did pretty well. So um, let's hope that we can also do well in this instance. Yeah. So that first game's the 15th. It's be yeah, it's pretty tight. I mean, before New Year, if there's some somehow we kind of lock it all down by the New Year, I mean, that might be I, a, I think, a good scenario. I think they'll make a call. Sorry, Biloxtradamus here. I think they'll yeah. make a call probably tomorrow whether they do a Sydney-wide lockdown until Christmas Eve. Mm. I think that gives them time um, to, to stop movement of people. 
to catch up um, and get on top of things. I was pretty right last season. So, mm. yeah, I, I do think that if the call will be tomorrow, if there's a lot more cases and a lot more unknown cases, then I, I think they'll put a greater Sydney lockdown in for three or four days to try and get really on top of things and just stop people from going anywhere. So that's my prediction. If you yeah. live in Sydney, obviously we're all Sydney, Sydney Kings fans, but there may be some interstate people listening. So mm. the, other, um, the other thing was maybe, you know, an exception for a sporting team was the other option. We yeah. Could, they could kind of go down. down. It's pretty crazy, but um, I, I, <laughs> crazy, crazy. crazy good. Well, it could be one of those things that they, they have to kind of meet in the middle. I, I don't know yeah. what, what happens. I don't think, I think every other place is, is locked out everything from the northern beaches, but um, look, these things change pretty quickly. So we'll, we'll see, and we'll you know have updates on Facebook, I suppose, about what what's happening. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's it's just another sort of thing we're living through. I guess when we had no sport going on, or like when all the sports kind of um, died down, we had the NRL. I think we were talking about just the NRL starting back up last time we we were live. And um, like going into a season is going to be like we're kind of in a weird spot here going into a season. Um, we were coming off the back of that last season, which ended in a bit of disappointment. I mean, you know, it was bizarre. We're not going to we're going to dredge up the old <laughs> salt from last year, <laughs> dig up the old salt pan. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of ended in fast. And then if you look at some of these other sports that, you know, they, they've got to plan out what they're doing. And it just felt like the way last year ended, you know, we're, we're going to go into this pretty conservatively. And I can see us, you know, yeah, they planned out fight the first five games, it looks like here. And I, I don't know, I, I can see it being pretty conservative, maybe a little bit of chaos for the first couple of rounds. Um, but ultimately, you kind of want the player safety, you know. And if, if we bring, to tie back into what we're talking about, about Perth first game, if they were to bring Perth over, just bring them over, house them in, you know, Broken Hill, somewhere like that. Yeah, but the problem, the problem is, is that it's not, it's not just exclusive to, to WA. I mean, all states are now pretty much thrown up the walls, and mm. will probably if there's if they they've already said if there's any cases outside the Northern Beaches that they can't trace, then all states borders are going to close mm. until we can get under control. So it's kind of like Sydney needs to make a decision probably in the next. Both Sydney and Illawarra need to make a decision probably in the next forty-eight hours after that game. Is if if they just don't get on a plane and go down to Melbourne um, and stay there for the period of time, yeah, uh, to see what happens because they'll be able to play, they'll be able to get out before this curfew happens. Um, that's my feeling on it anyway. Uh, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure uh, that uh, that's our uh, armchair COVID discussion out of the way. Um, but yeah, it ties into what's going to happen this season. You know, I think mm. there's going to be a lot of uncertainty. We've got to kind of just work our way through it. Our season ended in disappointment last year, but this year we've got to, you know, continue to plow on through it. Uh, at least driver's comment, driver, sorry, is commenting so keen for the new season. I am also. Um, it's I kind of let it all slip off my radar for a little bit. You know, with with everything that was happening, you know, work wise, kind of kind of looking at this MBL and going, you know. I can't get too into it, if that makes sense. Like, it, it's the NBA. It's not like the NBA where there's a lot happening. You get a lot of information thrown at you. There's there's places to get a lot of information about everything that's happening. The NBA is a little bit more subdued. It's kind of yeah. uh, all the information is kept on a tight rein. 
Um, but now getting back into it the last few days, making that pro- whoa, making that promo video, settle down, Kelly. Um, I'm back. I'm ready. I'm pumped yeah. up. Um, <laughs> Some unfinished business, I think. Yeah, and then yeah, Michael Hoskins is saying season to be played behind closed doors, maybe. I don't think it will be. I think that the other states have have done enough, and City have done enough to a point. And I think that you know what will come out of this is, from a health perspective, is just tighter regulations uh, around international air crews. I think that's what the main thing is going to come out of this outbreak is that you know there's 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 a, there's a leak, and they're going to plug that leak, mm. and uh, we'll see how we go from there. But, and yeah, um, if if it is behind closed doors, yeah, whatever. I'm happy to watch on TV. Oh, whatever, so, it doesn't know, it's really life. matter. It's, it's you know, um, it's a shame because a lot, I know a lot of the NBL revenue is based on um, ticket sales, mm. uh, which is you know, which you hurts, obviously yeah. want to see the league survive. Uh, and it's just it's a shame that they're all kind of played in indoor arenas and not outdoor. Maybe we might see some street hoops. <laughs> street hoops, yeah, <laughs> three on three NBL hustle. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's move into discussing the Kings off season. We'll start. Um, Will Weaver obviously getting that contract to coach this the Houston Rockets in the US. One for me. This is a weird one for me. Yeah. You, you, you've gone from like safety, relative safety, mm. um, in a nice open environment where no one's sick to literally Corona Central. Mm. I just, it was a bit of a, like, I can understand why JT left. You know, is a tide because it's obviously the same thing. It's tied mm. the same thing. We'll get to JT. Don't worry. We'll get to JT. But as a coach, you've got the head coach position. You know, you, you've been in the NBA. You've not taken a head coach position. Is, is he there because he thinks that it's, you know, Silas, Duke Silas is a, a new coach and potentially could be given the flick relatively early on and therefore he's in line to take over? Is it more like... Yeah, Where yeah. else would you go to Corona Central, really? Mm. And um, it's, not, it's not like it's a stable environment. I guess they're a competing team. Um, they're not exactly locked in to make a, like a deep run in the playoffs. And it's not as though he's gone there in the period they have just had, like two years ago. Like that team yeah. would be like, wow, okay, yeah, get over there, get some experience. But now kind of the whole thing fell apart for their, sorry, Rockets fans who are listening, but their whole season, their whole team, everything's fallen apart. Coach has gone, GM's gone, front office is cleaned out. I guess tying back in that part, I can understand. And he's American too. Like if he was Australian, it kind of would be like, damn, going all the way over there, like fair enough. But he's kind of going back home, um, not necessarily to his home, but to his home country. I get that, but it's, yeah, man, Gamble must have... Must have been uh, must some have, decent money yeah. for him to do it. Um, must be hum- humanity related. He, he was quite like a like a deep seed, deep dude. Like it's not like he was, um, you know, a real athletic jockey type coach guy. Like no, he was quite a deep thinker. Yeah, he's, and he's um, to to lose him kind of sucks. Like the whole like the situation sucks. You know, we, we're losing a coach that was clearly like one of the best in the league and had the yeah. potential to take the team to a level that we haven't seen in a, a while. And, you know, he did last year, got us to the finals, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, being Australians, you kind of just learn to live with, all right, roster upheaval every year, like almost every sport is like that. Like yeah, if well, you that, follow think- football, if you follow like all different sports, you kind of just get used to being... Oh, right. A, a guy's just going to leave and go overseas. Fair enough. Enjoy. Yeah. There goes um, like that era type of thing. The, yeah, the only stable, obviously, is the Sydney FC kind of d- dynasty that has been kind of the stable backbone of elite sport in Australia mm. for a long time. But, 
Yeah, you, you just don't see – basketball is never one of those sports. It's very rare. You mm. kind of get a period a run of about four years and then everything kind of gets blown up because people get overpaid or want more money and things like that. So my mind, it was a bit weird that he went just in the circumstances. It must have been for the dollars and cents because he must have had some good money throw, thrown at him. That's the only, only thing I can think of. What, um, what about what, like the chaos of what was happening? Because we saw like Diddy – basically just get out of the country like in all yeah. that chaos at the back end of last season he basically just got out of the country i wonder if it's got something to do with it as well the chaos i don't know like, like shit i gotta get home type of thing yeah but america's kind of like you can get to america anytime because mm. he's american like you know their borders haven't closed to anyone during this whole period um and so yeah it was just just a bit of a strange call to just kind of up and leave a year out you know coming from kind of a g league to an NBL kind of next stars program to then back as an assistant coach in the NBA. Maybe is he, is he head assistant coach? Maybe that's what it is. Oh, I don't know. I just I kind of went. Yeah, okay, just, yeah, that's happened. Sweet. All right, take it easy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so um, um, obviously following on to that was um, the Rockets signing JT to a multi-year deal. Obviously, well, we've had a part in that. I'd yeah. Imagine. And um, definitely were like worthy and deserved. Yes. Totally deserved after the season he had last year. It sucks again. It's another one of those, God damn it, like why is he going to leave? This sucks. Um, but at the same time, man, if anyone on that roster last year deserved to just like, you're now in the NBA, it's like definitely JT. Yep. Um, yep. Fantastic season for us last season. A huge, It's going to be a huge hole to fill. It's, it's, it's a, a huge hole to fill, one, because there's been such a dramatic pay cut in the league. Mm. Um. And two, the lack of, I suppose, people wanting to move outside their home country at the moment. And so you really got to look inward to local talent. You know, a lot of teams have been very successful luring back overseas talent, uh, overseas local grown talent like Jock Landau. Um, you know, maybe do we see a Rowdy Ryan? He's obviously just been away from the 76ers. Do we see a mm. Rowdy Ryan? Do we see a Jonah Bolton? We've still got one spot on the team. Mm. I doubt those two very much will make uh, an NBA roster this season. Um, yeah, so that, that's the one thing I was actually thinking of before was we might be able to snipe some of these guys. We've already seen, you know, Jack White go to United, God damn it, and then Landau, God damn it, go to Melbourne United. We might be able to snipe some of these other guys coming out of Europe and coming out of the US that can't get get in there and you know would you really want to stay in the u.s if you're not on a guaranteed nba deal probably not uh, yeah probably i would be not. looking at like man if i get you know i'd get paid a little bit less just to be in australia for a year like yeah. while all this coronavirus type stuff's going on um we might be able to pick up someone like that obviously we'll, we'll talk about the center position a bit a little bit later um but that leads us on to yeah andrew bogut retiring um, absolute um, monster uh, career, monster, just fantastic career for him. Um, how good he was in that first season for us was great. How like creaky he was kind of in the second season. I, I think it's just, he kind of just turned up for the finals. Like he yeah, played for so sure. well in the finals. Mm. And it and put, it put a bit of a dent in like what, you know, I think if there was no pandemic and he had just retired at the end of the season, it would have been a lot bigger. Like, yeah, wow, fanfare, et cetera, et cetera. The pandemic hammered. There was a lot of time involved in him then making that decision. Came at a bit of a strange time too. And 
I think it took a little bit of the shine. Uh, everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Bogut. Okay, he's retired. Yeah, for, oh, yeah, great career, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I don't think he's going to get the credit he really deserves for the career he's had. No. Um, you know, and there's, I watched an interesting video about how he fundamentally changed the Warriors' offense. Mm. Like, just fundamentally changed that team. And he was part of that dynasty mm. um, and a big part of it throughout the regular season, although he didn't match up well against the Cavs in the finals. He was a big part of of what they did yep. and you know some of the highlights between him and Steph are just some of the mm, best mm. things to watch and some of the the Kings first year highlights as well just the epic blocks and just battling um, yep. you know all, all the uh, second tier centers in the <laughs> the plumbers <laughs> and brickies that play in the, the NBA plumbers and brickies <laughs> Lamar Patterson and um, yeah just all all the all the all the you know the yeah so that that kind of sucks too a little bit kind of be like it, oh, it kind of it kind of sucks, but I think it's the best thing for Casper Ware. Mm. Um, you know, Will Weaver, it didn't, Boga didn't really fit into a Will Weaver system exceptionally well. Mm. It's kind of that three and three and D kind of player. Um, and I think teams, you know, cottoned on and smarted up to, you know, Boga playing at the elbow mm. um, and were able to draw, draw a lot of charges and, you know, move inside a lot of screens. And so it kind of got to the point where you know, he was having to run block to block to kind of do things. And I think his body just had enough. Yeah. He's had a lot of injuries. Um, you could tell he was struggling, man. Like even yeah. when he went and played for the Warriors in that second stint, straight away you were just like, wow, he's like a step and a half slow. Like this is hard to watch, man. Yeah. Um, for him to then play in the World Cup and then come back to Australia, you could tell like his body didn't get the rest and rejuvenation that it needed. Yep. And he was a little bit laboured in that second season for us. Um, still, still an excellent player, like great, um, great locker room guy. Like all, by all accounts, you know, huge presence in the in the league. It's. I think we're going to miss him. Even even yep. a fifty percent Bogut. I think we're going to miss in terms it's, of uh, defense defense around the rim and just just the level and the caliber of the center that he was. I think it's going to be one huge. Thing- one thing I hope it, it does bring to the league is that we've got so many talented, good players around the world now and so many big names that it'd be nice to see them all come home for a couple of seasons, put a couple of seasons in the local league, mm. you know, get paid the money they deserve. You know, Boga deserved every cent of his marquee status. Um, but, you know, I'd love to see Paddy suit up for an Illawarra for two years. Or mm. Suit up for the Kings, man. Come come to Sydney. That'd no, he's, he's, he's an Illawarra boy. Don't um, worry, just come to the Kings anyway, mate. It's all good. Bogut's from Melbourne, come, like, you know. Yeah, uh, I suppose. Joe Ingles coming back for a couple of seasons. Ooh, that'd be nice. Delhi coming back. You know, these, these all be good, you know what I mean? Like, it's, mm. it's, that would be good to watch. And I think that's, you know, an important part of growing this league is that you can actually able to offer these guys a financial incentive to come back. Mm. And it's just, you know, it's pretty trash that Rona's kind of thrown that out of sorts. But I hope um, I hope they get a TV deal because I think the TV, they're going to have a lot of people watching it this year, which is going to be good. So they they don't have the ESPN deal anymore? I'm not sure. I no, we'll have to look so. into that. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. I don't think, I think that was all to do with Lamella Ball. Yeah, <laughs> Lamella and then drafted forward the Hornets. Like, all yeah, right, sure. well, he had actually had a pretty good game. Uh, yeah, no, he, he looks like as much as we were like, I don't know about this. Um, 
he still looks like that, but at the same time, you can't see the good bits, and you're just like, oh, right, with an NBA team, you know, the good bits actually look really good, but the bad bits, <laughs> like, look real bad, man. Like, he's shot. shooting is... The mechanic is broken, but so is Lonzo Balls, and he still shot 39% last mm. year in the NBA, so... We'll see how that goes. Mm. And more next stars this year. I think we've got a couple of. Um, I think one of the Warriors uh, guys is playing for the Hawks. Um, okay. It's not Manny, and it's the other guy. I can't remember what his name is. His name is just escaping me right now. But it's a, it's another year of interesting prospects, and I, I like this next star thing. We've got Didi back. It's going to be great. We'll, we'll, we'll go into a wider roster discussion now. We've, we've got the. Um, feel like we didn't give that Bogut segment enough. Like it kind of. It kind of deserves its own episode, so maybe we'll um maybe, we'll do we'll do something we'll, during the season, like a, a watch along of some of his highlights, et cetera, et cetera, or something like that. So. Yeah, well, yeah, or yeah, we can do a top twenty mm. top twenty burger players of all time, or something mm. like that. We'll, we'll throw something in there. Yeah. Um. So the wider roster now we've we've signed Jarrell Martin. Could we do sorry. one more thing. Yeah. The change change in coach Adam Ford. What are your thoughts? Oh yeah, sorry, it's at the top of my list here. We didn't actually say Adam Ford. Mm. Yeah, sure. Like it's it's COVID. It's probably the best time for a rookie coach to come in. Um, following Will Weaver, you know, he he gets a chance to have a crack at it in probably the right time for that. Like, there's probably never a time a, a right time for a coach with without the pedigree to come into a team like this. Um, but now at COVID, like you just get a free year. It's like if you're crap, we just sack you at the end of the year, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who knows what this year is going to be? I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to be bad or he's going to be a terrible coach or, you know, that we know enough to glean exactly what's going to happen. For example, like we knew Weaver's X's and O's, how deep a thinker he was, like the things he was going to bring to the NBL. We knew that, and we could go, okay, we'll make a prediction about that. With Adam Ford, I just feel like it's an, it's just a roll the it's dice. A bit of an unknown, yeah. Um, a kind of like you just take the reins for a year and we'll just see what happens because it's a down year type of scenario. Yeah, um, but yeah. But good luck to him, man. Like I'm, you know, still backing him. Like you're still just like, yeah, man, it's a great story. Like superb. Yeah. Like for a for a, an assistant coach to come in. And then just take up the reins from a guy who looked like he was going to take the team somewhere. You know, if the team gels or goes somewhere and Adam Ford's name's on it, great. Good. Like, that's even great for him. It's great for the yeah. franchise as well. So, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Um, look, oh, I, I take it back to the game that Will Weaver got ejected. Mm. And, you know, some of the plays that were a bit rusty and maybe a little bit too much Casper Ware ISO um, in that. I think that was very much Adam calling from the sideline. I think that you needed to get the wider team involved. And that's one thing Will Weaver was good at, was getting the wider team involved. I don't want to see, you know, 15 bricks a game from Casper Ware this season. We've got to start running some smarter plays. Mm. Um, and I'm worried that that's going to be a big part of what Adam does when, you know, the chips are down. It's just going to be going to Casper Ware to get a bucket. But I think we've got a a more intelligent team than that and should have a more intelligent team that's played together for a couple of seasons now. So, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like I, 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 I agree, but at the same time, like the in-game management is going to be different now that he's got a chance to set up this team. Yeah. But the one thing we're going to miss is going to, or it's a couple of things like a, like a JT, like you knew that guy's coming in was going to be phenomenal. Like as soon as you watch the first few clips of him, just like he's just going to destroy all these guys inside, man. All these plumbers in this league are going to like be flushed down the toilet by this guy. Then you shot like seventy-one percent around the rim. Like you, you could, and that's that's the genius of a coach like Will Weaver to go 
Six four, yeah. Are you laughing at that? Are you? Yeah, sweet. Like we'll see on the night, and then he comes out, and he's one of our best players. The other thing was um, putting when Xavier Cooks came in, putting him at uh, small ball center was another thing that kind of unlocked us. And I, like you know how maybe that was a lot to do with Adam Ford. I'm not sure, um, but I don't know if he's going to have that kind of like out of the box, like reactionary thinking that Will Weaver kind of brought to this team last season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which which time will tell. Like we're not sitting here panning him straight away. Like we're definitely going to wait and see how he does. I hope he does really well, and I hope the team does really well. But it's also going into the wider roster discussion. The that third or third, yes, first really first up center spot, the number five spot, is going to be massive. And I, like Jarrell Martin's come in, I don't think he's going to be our center really. I don't think he has the size and the ability. Of a, of a guy who's slightly undersized, you know, I don't think he's going to have an impact like JT did last season. But, we're, yeah, losing Bogut, we're really, we really need a centre, a shot-blocking defensive yeah. centre really badly. Um, I'd personally be going after jo- Jonah Bolton, but... Um, don't or Maker, enough. but uh, I, 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 can, I think it speaks to the calibre of player that we kind of need. Like, yeah. we need that tier of player. Like, you know, you, you could get some of the outcasts of the, the league, like a pleasure, like just bringing pleasure to you know, defend the rim as the last man on the roster. But I don't know. I, I feel like we need, like, not necessarily the level that Bogut was, but someone in that calibre, in that tier. Anyway, yeah, yeah I interrupt you there. Well, no, I think that's... Drillman, I think, shows you a side of, of the league that was the NBA. I think that, you know, that that, that wasn't ever, you know, Will Weaver's intention. He was always to have a stretch five centre. Uh, we just had Bogut, uh, you know. I mm. if you watch, if you watch his G League, you know it's it's always a stretch five center. Um, mm. And so it'd be interesting to see if Terrell Martin has brought a three point game to his his caliber. I know that his oldest, he's an older style kind of center. You know, uh, a dunker around the rim, a little bit of you know a kind of hook game, nothing too fancy. Um, Obviously played in the NBA for a number of years, but you know there's a reason why he's not there now. Hmm. Uh, you know, do we do we still think he's, he's good enough? You know, big shoes to fill in Bogut, and especially when this roster is not as filled out as we'd like it to be. Um, you know, you, you, you're probably down one marquee. Brad Newell is a year older. Casper um, isn't coming off the best season. Is that the best signing? Or was that just the only option? Yeah, I'm worried that it was the only option. I hope it wasn't the only option. I hope we're working on someone in the background. Um, but in terms of, like, to lose Bogut at that time, like, I'm pretty sure he signed after Bogut. Was he just before? Yeah, or? no, he signed after Bogut, yeah. retired, Bogut retired and he signed. So the, the optics around that kind of looks like, oh, we'll bring Jarrell Martin in. And that makes you go, like, no, 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 we need a shot blocker, like, Okay, he he's come in and he can shoot, you know, an elbow th- an elbow jumper. I think he can probably extend his range out to three, on you know one of four maybe. Um, but I think he's not going to be the de- defensive presence that we kind of need with this team. And it showed last year that you know when Bogut was off the floor, we didn't really have the um, that high caliber defensive center. Like Kick it was good, he did well, but you're not you're not going you know block block two shots a game for us, Kick it like. You know, off the bench, like it'd be great now to slot in a defensive center now, and hopefully, just not like 
it's Geordie Hunter time. Like, step up, Geordie. It's like, oh, no, please. Like, as much as I don't mind Jordan Hunter and I hope he makes another developmental leap in his game over the next couple of years, it's just like, I hope we don't just go, it's time for Jordan Hunter to step up into this spot. It's like, oh, no, please. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think that center spot is wide open. We need to get a defensive shot-blocking center. Jerome Martin kind of looks to me like a bit of a, you know, a rich man's rainbow Ray Turner. Um, will come Ray, in. Ray Puffed? No, nah, not Ray Puffed. He looks fit. He looks looks pretty sleek. Um, I just hope he comes in and just fits into the offense. But yeah, um, DJ, have you have you seen any highlights highlights of um, this dude? Reminds me of Tyler Hero slash Duncan Robinson. Dude, how much like after watching that hero run in the NBA, how much was like, it? Just looks so much like DJ, man. It's nuts. Yeah, like it's even up. that sidestep three. Like he was. I was watching him training. And even that sidestep three, man, just looks like Tyler Hero. I was like, Phew, if you can come out and just gun this year, there's no way, like, there's no reason why you can't put up, you know, 15 to 20 points a game. And then the Bucks come in and just go, yep, we'll take him. <laughs> yeah, we'll take him. Thank you. But that's that's part and parcel. We, you know, we're used to yeah, it now. Um, Didi obviously coming back. That's good. I think You're another year of him. Yep, definitely. Uh, he almost, I don't think he, he almost didn't make it back. Did you watch any of that little documentary that he made where he flew back? I watched the first first little bit and then I haven't I forgot about it so I just tweaked in my mind then. I think I might have watched a little bit of it. As yeah, well, so yeah, we'll have to we'll have to have a watch it and then talk about that. Um, I did I did watch the part. I, yeah, I did watch the part when he comes back and um, gets in a hotel quarantine for a couple of weeks and yeah, trains mm, and has to mm. do all that kind of stuff. That's, um, so I think yeah. if he can make another developmental leap as well, it's going to be huge for us. Um, another another bigger sort of defensive scorer will be big. I think I don't know. Um, DJ's defensive game is so like it's all right. Like it's not like you're looking at Didi going. You know you can lock down smaller guards. Whereas yep. I don't think D, DJ's got that sort of ability. At least you know he'll make up with that with his scoring. Casper um, obviously being back. Ugh, like okay, another year of Casper. You know it is what it is. I think we um we were sort of saying on the back end of last season, we we're just like, oh man, like I guess um, it's another year of Casper where um, the vets also being back was another thing I had in my notes here. So looking at our roster, oh, Angus Glover, we, I think we talked about him on the last episode. Yeah. Um, we did. I think that'll be a good signing if he can stay healthy. He's, he's, yeah, if he's got to stay healthy. Mm. His knees have got to hold up. That's pretty much it. Yeah, he looks good. He looked good in some of the preseason training. Mm. See on the Kings. Another kind Instagram. of gluey, gluey type guy. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, but he's, he's, his knees have just got to somehow mm. hold up. Touch wood. Tic Tacs, yeah. Touch wood. Um, Craig Moller come back. That's pretty good. And then, yeah, the veterans, uh, Brad Newley, Daniel Kickett, and Shawnee Bruce, veterans. Uh, Shawnee Bruce is kind of a veteran. He's looking, man, he's looking pretty jacked, eh? <laughs> I was watching some of that that camping sh- those camping shots. Yeah. I was like, "Damn, he looks like he's been in the weight room," um, which would be good if he can if he can come back and give us another off the bench sort of performance that he gave us last season. He started yes. out as one of our really really important players off the bench, tapered off a little bit down the end of last season, but to be expected. I don't think he really had the NBL um, engine that I hope he comes back this season with. I think if he makes a leap developmentally again like that, I think he will. Uh, he will give us some more important minutes. And then Xavier Cooks, another year. Um, I think he opted out and then re-signed, didn't he? 
Yes. And it was a little bit like, whoa, does XC's gone? Okay, see you later. And then he re-signed. I was like, okay, yeah, XC's back. Sweet. Nice, think, nice to have I you think back. I that had something to do with the um, reduction in salary. Mm. I think his option was too high and he had to, you know, opt out mm. and re-sign at a lower level just for this season. So, yeah, good, uh, good to have him back anyway. He's very versatile. I think he can pretty much guard two to five. Um, at an acceptable, you know, guarding a five at an acceptable level, it's not elite, but you know, I think he's going to be another another important glue guy this season. Yep. Attitude wise, a lot of like a, a lot of the things I've been seeing, everyone's just like loves him to bits. So it's good to see him, you know, being recognised in the squad as a as a um, an important piece. And then yeah, Jarrell Martin and yeah, one more spot, man, please that center, please defensive yep. center, shot blocker. Uh, oh, yeah, Jordan. Sorry, Jordan Hunter supplementary, we should just say. Yeah, Jordy. Yeah, it's going to be weird, though, because that, there is one, one more piece of the puzzle, but that that piece of the puzzle, if they're an overseas player, has got to get here within the next couple of days for that first game. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't actually think about any of that. Shit. So um, I don't know who, the, who there is locally, but, yeah, that's um, that would be interesting. Um, yeah. I haven't, I haven't actually thought about that. Damn, that that hurts. Then, and we and we got one more import slot, don't we? I think Casper's still classed as an import. Yeah, Casper's import, and then Jarrell. So we have got one That's more, it. or is that Didi as the next star? Yeah, because he's not next star anymore. Mm, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to do some do a little bit of research on that. There's yep. there's some holes in my knowledge. This year's been just weird, the weirdest year. It's bizarre that it's, you know, Christmas and all these sports haven't even started yet. It's just bizarre. It's really, it really strange. It's thrown, thrown me out. Uh, so anything else in my notes? It's about it, really. The season's nearly here. There's a game on tomorrow, so we'll, um, we'll be back after that to have a bit of a chat. Um, even if you're, like, you can just call me and we'll go through, through the decks again. Otherwise, I'll, um, I'll come back, definitely give my thoughts. Yeah, we're up in the content game this season. We're going to be doing a lot more. A lot more sort of on-demand type stuff at the end of games, reactions, et cetera, et cetera. Try and, try and get more fan interaction. We want to get guys actually involved, get their opinions, get them talking, stuff like that, but get people you know involved. I think that's Tip, kind of what we set comp. out to do at the start. Yeah, the tipping comp's back. I've got to set that up. Oh, that's annoying. forgot about that. <laughs> Paul Fox, Paul Fox. We were chasing him. <laughs> This season, he absolutely crushed us last year. But hopefully we get more people in, in that, yeah. So shout out to the Tipping Comp. We'll try and um, drum up a little bit more support for that. Um, I had written down everything that I had here, but I, I think I deleted it for some reason. It's bizarre. Um, but, yeah, any any final thoughts for the before Not really, just be interesting it? to uh, watch it stream tomorrow. And, um, yeah, well, I suppose we'll know more of the team then. We haven't really seen any kind of, you know, gym hall games like the last couple of seasons so tomorrow being the first proper run it'll be interesting to see how this team glues together mm. all right uh yeah so as always yeah you can find us on facebook give us a like on facebook on youtube we'll be throwing these podcasts up on youtube and then we're doing some other content as well so if you want to give us a subscribe on youtube we'll be bringing out some content like that um, I'm working on a uh, podcast host just for the audio. So like, you know, an Apple podcast, et cetera, et cetera. You can listen on those platforms. I'll shout that out on the uh, Facebook page. And yeah, subscribe and all of that. And we will see you guys next time. 
on the Kingstone. All right, take it easy, everyone. See you.